my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to make your expectations and needs explicit. In other words, don't just drop hints. We've all found ourselves disappointed because someone didn't live up to our expectations, only to realize later that the other person had not actually understood our expectations or realized that we needed help. Whether it's assuming that your team member will let you know in advance if he's not going to meet an important deadline, or that your partner will send flowers on your anniversary, we're taking a risk if we have strongly held expectations for someone's behavior, but don't let the person know about them. Other people simply cannot read our minds, and we waste all kinds of time behaving as though they can, and then recovering from the disappointment or dropped balls when it turns out they can't. The only solution to this is to stop dropping hints. When you want something, everyone is better off if you just say it. Well, easier said than done, of course. Sometimes people feel awkward asking for help or stating their hopes or expectations directly. Does it sound pushy? Is it insulting to suggest someone wouldn't know that you like meetings to start on time? Or that you expect the person who finishes the paper towel roll will replace it? But if we beat around the bush and drop hints, other people may misunderstand what we mean, and the results may not be what we intend. So here are some ways to raise issues directly. Think clear, collaborative, congenial. That means using direct language, assuming that you and the other person are mutually focused on good outcomes, and keeping the tone positive and friendly. For instance, on deadlines, you could say, I'm counting on being able to review your report Monday afternoon. That's the time I've carved out to work on this, because I'm attending a conference later in the week. If you foresee a problem getting the report to me by lunchtime on Monday, please let me know in advance. Or for household expectations. I would really appreciate it if you changed the sheets and took out the trash the last day you're house-sitting because we'll be getting home late. Would that be doable? Or when you're asking for affection and support from family and friends. Next Tuesday is my birthday. I'd love to celebrate it with you. I was thinking a small group of us would have lunch at the sushi place near my office, but I'm open to other suggestions. The general approach should be to share the hope, expectation, or need and then invite the other person to give a thumbs up or weigh in. That way, you're not assuming anything. Instead, you're sharing your expectations in a way that gives the other person 
the chance to confirm that these expectations are shared or to suggest a different plan. That's not pushy. Instead, this approach greatly increases the chances that your needs are met. It's hard to see the downside in that. So today, if you find yourself hoping that someone will do something, why not stop and ask the person directly? Save the mind reading for carnivals and everyone will be better off. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.